The 50th episode of Old Fashioned Football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. We're also brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts. The world's greatest shorts are hooking you up with a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Acho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal! Football. Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. This is J Mark. You can find me on Twitter at J Mark Football. And before I keep going to talk about the NFC East, let me bring in my co host on the pod and in life. You can call her Murr. You can find her on Twitter at J Mark's Wifey. Murr, how you doing today? I am doing great. How are you? I am. A little stuffed up still. I guess that's just going to be the theme going forward as allergies continue to run you know, hell on me. I don't notice how stuffed up you are until we're doing these. Right? Well, <laughs> I'm I'm like, not, uh. I don't talk that much, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah you do. I talk too much, I guess. <laughs> it's been another busy week, busy day, busy week. I guess it's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday, but it feels like it's been an entire week. Yeah. We're drinking, not to get ahead of ourselves, but something strong today and I really feel that it's needed. <laughs> <laughs> and we're drinking to celebrate. Yes. Sort of. That's what well, we're going to say anyways. We didn't realize it. I hate that we never pay attention to this. Um, excuse me. I realized it. We always realize it after. Oh, hey, by the way, this is episode 50. We it have done is. 50 episodes. That it sounds crazy. It does sound crazy. Um, started with just kind of a... Throwing the idea around to pitching it to the guys, the mothership at SGPN, and uh, here we are, 50 episodes in. Here we are. Yeah. We've made it. Yeah, we have. <laughs> and we're continuing our division previews. We only have three left. Yeah. Today, we're going to do the NFC East. Correct. You sounded like you were questioning I that. was questioning it. I was like, what are we talking about today? We're talking about the <laughs> NFC East today. Yeah, we've hit the NFC North, the AFC South, the NFC South, the AFC West, and the NFC West. No, sorry, the AFC East and the NFC mm-hmm. West. You can still check out all of those episodes, of course, because it's still, I mean, the season hasn't started, and that's one of the things that I really like about our off-season episodes, especially these division breakdowns. They're going to be relevant. They're going to help you. At least I think. I think I have learned from myself <laughs> for fantasy football. Learned from yourself. <laughs> I have. Um, but yeah, you can still check out all of our previous episodes over our division breakdowns. They're going to help you with your drafts. So today, the NFC East, which is, of course, the Eagles, Giants, Commanders, and the Cowboys. Yes, a popular... 
division among the uh, uh, whatever you want to call them, the mothership, the the top guys, mm-hmm. as in Kramer mm-hmm. being a Giants fan and Sean being an Eagles fan, and then our buddy Moneyline Mac is a Commanders fan. I don't know any Cowgirls fans. This is this generally this um, organization is anti Cowboys. Well, I mean, you have all these East teams, yeah, and, and then, then you, you just have... throw in. The Cowboys. Let's let's sprinkle in a little Texas in the in the East. It always, yeah. <laughs> they're they're sort of East Texas, not really, but no. <laughs> not to mention, you can go back and listen to those episodes, but you can listen to the NFC South and then pair it with the Foundry episode to hear what Brandon thinks of his Panthers team, one of the distillers yes. there. You can listen to the AFC South and then pair that with. The episode with Victoria Edie Butler from she's a Titans fan. Yes, from Tennessee, uh, from Uncle Nearest, and then of course the AFC East. You compare that with Keeper's Heart with Kate Douglas, who is a big Dolphins fan. Did not grow up in, in Miami no. or in Florida. We learned <laughs> in Minnesota, Dolphins fan, but from New Mexico. Yes, yeah, that's right. I couldn't remember. I'm glad you remembered. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and just like Iowa, no, no team in New Mexico, so it's pick a team. All right. Before we keep going, and speaking of drinking, by the way, we're going to have the Foundry back on the 27th. That's when the episode will release mm-hmm. of this month. We're also going to have 10th Mountain Whiskey out of Vail, Colorado on the pod in July. So be ready for that one. If you have any questions that pop up, feel free to shoot them our way. It's always fun to ask listener questions and ask what you guys want to know. You guys and gals, I should say. You people. I always say you guys. You people. I, what do you mean, you, you people? people? <laughs> you people. No, but I always... Not as a I, guys is just like a. I don't know. When I say guys, half the time I'm talking to a group of women. Like guys, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. It's not a. I don't know. I think this, is that a Midwest thing? Is that or is that just the me thing? It's not a. I don't think. I mean, in Spanish, if you're talking about a group of people, I'm doesn't not, it take the male form? I, I'm not. No, I just. I just <laughs> stuff don't want to go down that (laughs) we're not doing this i just mean i always say guys like guys yeah we've been over this last time we talked about this i said and every now and then she says hey you guys what are we drinking today (laughs) moving on we are drinking i am not amused with you we are drinking maker's mark we previously tried i don't know what episode that was but maker's mark 49 which was very good 46 46, 49, <laughs> 46. 46. Yes. Um, it was very good. Yes. And today we're doing Maker's Mark Cask Strength. And it is, um, packs some heat. Yeah. But we'll talk more on that later. Yeah. And about the set in general that we have mm-hmm. on that. Um, however, I, I know... Nobody has um, nobody has zero interest in whiskey, but I do want to talk a little bit about zero interest and Edge Boost. This episode is supported by Edge Boost, and Edge Boost is the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Edge currently offers up to twenty five hundred dollars in betting advances, which can be an extremely valuable tool. Imagine what you can do with an increased bankroll. Get down on some of your favorite futures with, without tying up your bankroll for months. Double down on your favorite bet. In fact, we are going to give one that relates to this 
division at the end of the episode. And EdgeBoost isn't some sleazy loan shark as they charge zero interest. That's That means zero. That means you pay no interest. Do you know of a way you can access more money to place on your favorite bets without paying interest? Because I sure don't. EdgeBoost can also be part of a reasonable gambling plan as you can set up daily, weekly, monthly limits across all your betting accounts in one place. Support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. And of course, must be 21 or older to use. If you have a problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's jump right into this. This is a fun division. As I was looking at the uh, teams, there's some people that I feel very strongly on. Your hand is in the air. I will call on you shortly. Some <laughs> players I feel very strongly on um, as in I like them, and some I feel very strongly on as in I don't. So, yes, Miranda in the back of the room there. Let, let's back it up before we get started. There's some news. Oh, you're right. There is some news. Um, Delvin Cook was cut from the Vikings. He was. Do you think he goes to the Dolphins as you predicted in whatever March? I think it was February, oh, or March. I th- I did predict this, and I believe last week you did. You didn't even mean to predict. I didn't mean it. to. It was just like Dolphins. a thing that I said. Oh, Dalvin Cook for the Dolphins. I don't even know why. That was really weird, but it was like I. Anyway, yes. <laughs> I think I said last episode that I. F- didn't know that he was i i've been exhausted lately <laughs> mentally exhausted from work true and i forgot about that completely i forgot that i said delvin cook was going to the dolphins but like i pre-predicted it back in march and last mm-hmm. episode i said that i forgot that he was in trade talks in march Okay. You gonna be okay over there? I don't know if I'm gonna be okay. We'll <laughs> let's, see. Well, let's, let's talk hope. about that a little bit. If yeah. Dalvin Cook goes to the Dolphins, mm-hmm. that is a crowded back room or backfield. Back room. Back room. <laughs> Running back room is what I think yes. I meant to say, mm-hmm. and then I was changing to backfield um, because they do have Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, and the rookie Devin Chain. Then adding Dalvin Cook in there, that's pretty crowded. Yeah. What does that do for Mostert? Um, I think Mostert takes a hit. Because mm-hmm. Cook would obviously be the the first he's, guy to get yeah, the ball. Yeah, he's going to be the RB one. If he goes yeah. to the Dolphins, there's no way Cook is not RB one. They are the favorites to land him. Another team that has popped up uh, mm-hmm. in in betting odds, anyways, the Bills. The Bills. Now the Bills have a very good offense. I don't think they've had an elite rusher. I, Devin Singletary, yes, he got the job done, but I don't think that's a guy that was elite. Picture Dalvin Cook on the Bills. I think that makes him a top ten fantasy running back. That in that that's a scary team. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it would also be kind of fun because his brother is the RB two there, so mm-hmm. it would, he'd be playing with his brother. The Cooks. Yeah. Yep. Other teams have been thrown out. Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bears have come up and in, in talks. I mean, where do we? I mean, I wouldn't argue against it, but we. A team in this division, the Cowboys, have come up uh, uh-huh. as Cook to kind of serve as a Zeke replacement. That obviously would hurt Tony Pollard's value. Yeah. In- I feel like so many running backs are like taking a hit on value this year. Absolutely. And it's something that people really need to pay attention to come time to draft because so many teams are having talented RB1s and RB2s are using both backs on the field. 
Yeah, draft it's... drafting with zero RB is a strategy that I've always thought was insane. But mm-hmm. I think we're getting more and more to the fact that that you're looking at maybe doing that and considering it because once those top two or three guys are gone, does it matter? You might want a wide receiver <laughs> yeah. instead, a top wide receiver. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, mean, I shouldn't say doesn't matter, but it it in it impacts like you said. You're yeah. gonna. St- stack your wide receivers that are going to get you the points definitely interesting i don't think alexander madison holds the same fantasy football value that dalvin cook i did. don't Do either you? okay no same page there even though they're talking him up yeah i i don't see it yep however if madison isn't sharing time yeah i guess Maybe as the RB one, um, I just I just feel like I haven't seen enough flash. No, but, no, but, but if but you know when we're talking about these top like Delvin Cook, all these teams that we're talking about already have an established RB one. Obviously, he's going to come in as an RB one. But what does that do for your previous RB one who becomes an RB two? Right, it's going to take a hit on value for yeah. both. So maybe for fantasy, I guess it depends where you get Alexander Madison then for me because he's going to get yards. He's going to get opportunities. Mm-hmm. Whether he can do what Dalvin Cook did with him, I guess, is yet to be seen. Other running back news, and in this division, Saquon Barkley Saquon is currently Barkley. skipping mandatory he training camp. He is holding camp. out. Yeah. he Now, it's not a true holdout, but he did say if they get closer to the season, still no deal, that he may consider sitting out. Last running back that did that, Le'Veon Bell. Did not work in his favor. He didn't like come back and get a big payday. He didn't come back and even do well. So I I don't think that's the right move for Saquon my, myself. I don't either. All honestly, right. but a- any other news? Why don't do you want to remind everybody about our June giveaway? Yes, we are polling. You can get to our poll now. Greg at Better Edge set us up with an awesome link. It's betteredge.com/off dash fun and after justin's mess up i did mess up <laughs> we are being what? extra like <laughs> double checking ourselves before we get yeah. those polls out there why don't we talk about that real quick um so we have a a poll question regarding our podcast and then we have one regarding a game and um mine was around the nba finals game and the joker's points and uh I meant to type 39 or less. I typed 35 or less. And so there was a gap between 36 and 39, and that's exactly where he finished that game. So my bad. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. (laughs) We'll get that resolved. Don't worry. It's not going to count against you. That's for sure. No, it won't. We'll get it replaced. Yes, we will. All right. Okay, Um, now I'm ready, Justin, to talk about the NFC East. Real quick. Okay, never mind. We're not ready yet. I'm not sure this episode's going to be short, but speaking of shorts, we've got a new sponsor, the Bird Dogs. And this is pretty cool. Bird Dogs uh, are extremely cool and good shorts. They make you look good. They stre- they're stretch khaki shorts, and they're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Now, I don't know if I would look more like a sculpted or more like a turkey leg, but... It might make me look a little bit more like I have Saquon Barkley's legs. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as a Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit better than regular shirt, right? Those regular shorts that are made of that stiff, restricting cotton. No, they're comfy. 
And they, they fixed that issue of that stiffness by inventing these cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get the waist slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Plus, this is very important in the summer for, for everybody, but um, it's definitely important in the summer to have anti-stink sweat wicking fabric, and they yes, got it. please, for all you <laughs> men out there. That's right. Keeps you cool <laughs> and dry all day long. Uh, I think Saquon Barkley needs a pair of these. You know, he's got big old thighs. So, yeah, um, enjoy your summer, whether you're fishing or playing a little... Uh, flag football with does, your bird dogs. Does Saquon Barkley need the anti-chafing He might. Shorts? Yeah, I, I heard Mrs. Barkley, I don't know if he's married or has a girlfriend, but I've heard the, the other players on the team complain about the stink from the sweat, and so he needs this anti-stink sweat. Um, <laughs> but anyways, you can get yours by going to birddogs.com slash pool and enter promo code pool, that's P-O-O-L, and you get a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. Put your beer in it while you're fishing in your bird dogs. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. And they're anti-stink sweat, so you don't have to. Wear them the whole week. That's okay. I don't I don't feel like you agree with that, but that's okay. I think you should uh, change your pants more often. But... <laughs> change your pants. <laughs> you need to go change your pants. <laughs> Yes, birddogs.com slash pool. Check it out. This is Jim Miller, former Chicago Bears quarterback. Now, back to old-fashioned football. All right. Are you, are you ready now? Are you, keep you distracting ready? me over I'm there. ready. How <laughs> many rabbit holes are we going to go down? We're not drinking rabbit hole. We're drinking Maker's Mark. Why don't we start with the team that made the Super Bowl? They did not win it, but they did make the, the Super Eagles. Bowl. The Eagles. Let's yeah. start with them. Sean's team. Sean's team. All right. And CJ, sorry, just shout out to CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. All right, at quarterback, we have Jalen Hurts. Yes. He did miss two and a half games last year due to injury, but he finished out the season with 384.1 points. He had, are you ready for this? I am. 10 top five finishes. Ooh. 10. He would. Right, was ranked third for quarterbacks last year in fantasy, and he is valued at $28. And I do feel that that value I mean, I don't spend that much on my quarterbacks, but I think that he is a quarterback that is worth his value. Absolutely. Um, I, he's kind of a guy that in the dynasty, I you know made sure to get, I made sure to get him uh, in my dynasty right away. I made a trade to acquire him. He's definitely a guy you want on your team, and he's got great passing ability. He took that step forward last year and great rushing ability. He's a, kind of the, the dual threat, the guy that you want. Um, looking up here real quick, just out of curiosity, I know we haven't covered the AFC West yet, mm-hmm. but um, I think probably everybody, if you ask them who the number one quarterback in the league is they're going to say Patrick Mahomes, right? Yes, Three, that's four, who five, I six, would say. Seven, eight. Patrick Mahomes, eight top ten finishes. Jalen Hurts. I know. I've seen that number ten. It's like whoa, I haven't seen that yet. But um, Mahomes did produce more points last year. He, than did. he did. He did. Now, 
had Jalen Hurts not gotten hurt, he might have. He I might have. Know. That would have been interesting, but yeah, but he, he did, did miss hurt. those games. Yep. So twenty eight dollars. That's a lot for a quarterback, but I like it because Jalen mm-hmm. Hurts is a guy that will win you week in and week out. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about these Eagles running backs. Ugh, I'm just not as excited about them like I would have been Miles Sanders. DeAndre Swift coming over from the Lions. He missed three games last season. Um, then played a back seat. To your guy. To my guy. Jamal. Williams. Sorry, stole the words right out of your mouth. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Who is now playing for the Saints. Uh, last year, Swift... Finished with 167.1 points. He had four top five finishes. He was ranked 22nd, and he's valued at $21. We saw Jamal last year with the Lions get so many points. Like, I was so pleased. Yeah. I didn't need Swift. I just needed Jamal. Right. And I had him. But Swift still put up the numbers, even with all yeah. the action Jamal was getting. I just don't trust Swift. I I was surprised the Eagles let Miles Sanders go. Mm-hmm. I get that Swift is a talented running back, but it's interesting. They brought in DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny, formerly of the Seahawks, both guys that struggle with injuries. So they bring in two guys that are injured. Both guys have a lot of talent when they're healthy, but they're injured often. I'm not spending the $21 on Swift. I was anti-Swift last year. I'm anti-Swift this year. It's a pass for me as well. Like I'm not targeting Swift. Yeah, that's a no for um, me, I'm trying dog. to think about where I would value him at, and the number 15 is kind of just popping out in my mind. Um, I'm staying away completely. I'm staying away, but I mean, I still think $21 is too much for him. Yeah. I know you mentioned Rashad Penny. They also have Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott. Yeah, who always scores touchdowns against the Giants. Mm-hmm. Do you know he's not played a game against the Giants and not scored a touchdown? Interesting. Uh, in Three or four years. Pick him up for that week. Right. Those weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely a good gambling angle. Um, mm-hmm. Boston Scott, anytime touchdown when they play the Giants. Yeah, the running back in general here, I'm staying away. I'm sure one of these guys is going to have success. It's probably going to be Swift, but I just, I don't like it. Wide receivers, they have A.J. Brown. Yeah. Last year, he finished out the season with 255.6 points. He had three top five finishes. He was ranked number five among wide receivers, and he's valued at $41, and I think that's what you're going to pay for top five. Yeah, no, I agree, and I think he probably could have finished even higher if Jalen Hurts had been healthy the whole year. Um, I know it was only two games, but still, A.J. Brown is one of those guys that seems like he can't be covered. You know, even mm-hmm. when they try to double him, he still gets his. So if you want a top guy, you're going to have to pay $41 for A.J. Brown, and I support it if you have it in your budget to do so. Yeah, I think targeting top wide receivers this year is going to be need to be a priority in your draft strategy, and yeah. you got to budget around that because you're going to have to pay. Speaking of budget, the other guy they have, Devontae Smith, Mm-hmm. He's going for $21 and finished 10th. He, yeah. So two, they have be... two top 10 wide receivers right here. 20% of the top 10 wide receivers last year <laughs> yeah. are on the Eagles. Um, Devontae Smith last year finished with 207.1 points. Two top five finishes. Like you said, he ranked 10th among wide receivers. Only valued at $21 and it seems low. It does. So I think if you spend up $28 for Jalen Hurts, 
Maybe you take Devonta Smith instead. So now you just have $49 wrapped up in those two guys rather than the 69 if you would go for A.J. Brown. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of what I would do. Um, it is a difference of like 48 points. Yeah. But it's still top 10. Yeah, right. Yeah, so $20, 48 points. You, you weigh what that what that means to you. But um, I think if I need to save money, Devonta Smith's the guy. I, I don't think I'll disagree with you. <laughs> Other wide receivers the Eagles have, um, Quez Watkins. Yeah, and he he's kind of a hit-and-miss guy. That's a guy I think we're probably going to talk about in our waivers at some point, but I don't know Possibly. if I'm drafting him. We'll see. I, yeah, not even a – I don't even think he's worth a flyer. Yeah. It will be a see what happens on this team with injuries and if there is any, knock on wood. Yeah, which, which brings me – to something that we kind of discussed briefly. I'm just going to sell it now. When we get to our waiver wire episodes in the year, we're adding something new where we're going to be identifying, is this a guy that, oh, pick him up to start just for this next week? Is this a guy that, hey, he's going to be relevant probably for the rest of the year? Or, hey, pick this guy up and stash him. And it's possible they fit in, in multiple categories, I guess. But um, just adding some more information so you guys can kind of make your decisions on who you want to take in your waivers. Yeah, last year was really interesting when we were doing waiver wires because we were really also noticing the percentage of target share that people were getting, and it was unexpected. And then people did finish where we didn't anticipate them to finish yeah. for the year in rankings. And we are going to be bringing you target shares again, all that information, and we're going to be spot-checking ourselves. I haven't told you that, but... We're going to be kind of going back like after we've said, hey, pick this guy up. Then it's going to be like, hey, here's who we said to pick up in week two. Here's how he's done. Should have listened to us. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> or right. sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to tight end. Dallas Goddard missed five games. He did finish out the year with 113.7, which I don't know if you've been listening to us. We've had a lot of like 80 points. Yeah. 70 some points. Finishing for tight end. So 113.7, not bad. Two top five finishes. He did rank 12th overall. He's going to be somebody you're rostering or will be rostered in your leagues most likely. And he's, okay, he's valued at $22. And I'd like your thoughts on that. <laughs> Finished 12th, missed five games. So if he's healthy... $22, though? You're okay. looking at potentially a top six, top five guy? Not top five. Let's bring up the points. Okay. Not top five. Just for perspective, last week, was it last week we did NFC West? Yes. Okay. Well, anyway, last week's episode covered NFC West, George Kittle, second rig tight end, valued at $24. Yeah. Goddard is not – I don't care if he has Jalen Hurts. I was going to say better quarterback thrown to him. Uh, I mean, allegedly. But Kittle is Kittle. I'm just going <laughs> to continue with that. Kittle um, is Kittle. That's true. He has been a top tight end. He's going to stay a top tight end. $24. He and you're talking about even if he would have played those five games, maybe he's seventh or eighth for Goddard. He would have only needed 30 more points to be the fifth-ranked tight end. In okay. five games, that's only six points a game. Shit. 
But still. <laughs> okay, shit. He is a top five tight end. You think he's top five? I do. You're making that argument. Who is number five? Number five is. Taysom Hill. I was just going to say it's Hill. Yeah. Um, sure you were. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> really now? <laughs> I'm spending the 22. You're spending the 22 on yep. him. And, and banking that he's going to be a top five. Five or six. I don't know. Taysom Hill is so versatile. That his he has value that other tight ends don't have. Whereas a t- if he only played the tight end position, Taysom Hill would not be a top five. Yeah. But he gets points from quarterbacking. He gets points running. from running. Right. So that puts him up there. Yeah, one forty one is where Taysom Hill ended mm-hmm. out. So yeah, something to consider. You're you're a no. It sounds like on twenty two. I don't know. That just seems. I'm, I'm yes. thinking about it. It depends because I'm I normally target higher than sixth when I'm drafting for tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> so it depends who you get. Who's it available. depends who's available. If but I do agree out. he's going to be number. He would if he would have played, he would have been up up there. I guess yeah. that's only in five games. You know he was going to score more than ten points, and Thir- that's the difference. Thirty points. Thirty points. Sorry, but still that's six a game. That's mm-hmm. only six game in a half PPR. What did he average? Do you have his stats up? So on on average, he was averaging about 10 points a game. So if you take those five points, that would have been maybe 50 points more. You're talking he would have finished more than. Yep. $22, yeah. book it. Let's move on to the Giants. <clears throat> You're like, let's just get going. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Quarterback, Dan Jones. Not Daniel. Not Dan. to be confused with Daniel Jones because he is a changed man. <laughs> Last year, he finished out the season with 293.9 points, three top five finishes, ranked ninth. He's a top 10 quarterback, valued at a dollar. So to me, this is saying they think last year was a fluke, but it's not they like. They don't believe he had, in Dan Jones. No, but it's not like he had playmakers all around him. No. He had a cast of misfits. And now you add in Darren Waller and you get some more receivers in there. I, I don't understand the one dollar. I'm paying it all day. I, yeah, I definitely. He's definitely worth a dollar. He's probably worth five. I was gonna say five. <laughs> um yeah, that's interesting to me. Let's not get ahead of ourselves and jump to tight end, but I do want to talk about Darren Waller when we get there, yeah. obviously. But so at running back, we already talked about Saquon Barkley. He is holding out. Don't know how that's going to go for him. But last year he finished with 255.5 points. He had four top five finishes. He was ranked sixth, and he's valued at $55. It's too much for me. I that like does Saquon seem like too Barkley. much. But this is a guy that, yeah, he didn't get injured last year, but he's had injury history. He is injury prone. Now you got the drama of the holdout. I don't see him finishing sixth. Yeah, 55 bucks is too much for me. Save that money and get somebody else in the top 10. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. how. I don't I don't agree with that. So we're both passing. Mm-hmm. All right. Wide receivers. They have Darius Slayton, who missed four games, finished out the season with 105.4 points, no top five finishes. Valued at a dollar and was ranked 51st. Yes. They also have Isaiah Hodgins, who missed eight games, finished out the season with 81.7 points, no top five finishes, ranked 72nd, and valued at a dollar. 
Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So Dan Jones had Darius Slayton, Isaiah Hodgins for some games. They had Sterling Shepard, Wandale Robinson, who are still on the team, for some games. Mm -hmm. Now they also have Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt, the rookie, who I think could have a really good year, actually. Of these wide receivers, I feel like... That's who I'm going after, yeah. And they also added Jamison Crowder, who's a good vet. Like, I don't see Dan Jones necessarily taking that much of a step back to the to where he's only valued at a dollar. I don't get it. And at tight end, like we said, Darren Waller, who did miss nine games. Yes. Finished out the season with 70.8 points, two top five finishes, was ranked 28th. I feel like he would have finished much higher, obviously, had he not missed over half the season. And he's valued at $23. <laughs> see, this too, okay? You have... Kittle for $24, Darren Waller at 23, and Goddard at 22. Yeah. For value. This is interesting. interesting. It is. Darren Waller, um, this is a little inside information from Studio Connections, but Mm -hmm. Darren Waller was not injured those nine games. Dun, dun, dun. Darren Waller (laughs) and the organization were in a fight. In fact, I don't know if you know this, I did not. Kramer informed me, but Darren Waller was traded on the weekend of his wedding. He got a call on the weekend of his wedding, which seemed very purposeful. This organization was not happy with him. He was not injured, but they were not fielding him and calling him injured, kind of like the Kyle Long story that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't play, I guess I wouldn't play up so much that he's got some injury concerns, which is kind of how I felt until I heard this. Yeah. So the Raiders. Dumped him on his wedding. Yeah. And yeah, that's interesting. It makes me wonder, like, you know, how much of that kind of stuff goes on? We're like, fine. You're just on injured reserve. Yeah, no, I agree. They also got Daniel Bellinger, who started playing. He had some decent games before injury last year. I I didn't want you to see this photo. I'm assuming you've not seen a photo of him this year. No. I didn't want to see this photo. There were reports that he uh, showed up training camp. A little jacked. I just w- I wanted you to see this. <laughs> like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you do- if you haven't seen it, just go to Google Image Daniel Bellinger 2023. Um, the dude looks. What did you just do? Roids all off season. <laughs> it looks what like happened? it. Does it not? It looks like he's juicing. Uh, is he relevant this year? Do we see a, a situation where two tight ends will produce numbers? I don't know. I with hurting at wide receiver. I'm comfortable with Darren Waller. Yeah. I Jesus. I don't know. What is he doing? I mean, his arms look similar to mine, right? Yes, Justin. Yes. <laughs> Good answer. Um, are you passing on Darren Waller? Twenty three. Twenty three dollars. Yes. I think he's going to have a big year, but twenty three is too much for mm-hmm. me. 22 is not too much for me for Goddard. 23 for Waller is, though. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. just is. Well, especially if Daniel Bellinger walks in like like that. that. Yeah. (laughs) Knock him out. Knock him out. Let's move on to the Cowboys, everybody at this organization's most hated team, it seems like. At quarterback, we have Dak Attack Prescott, who missed five games. Last year, finished out the season with 213.6 points, two top five finishes. He ranked 18th among quarterbacks, and he's valued at $8. I get that he puts up fantasy football numbers, but I'm not a Dak believer. (laughs) I'm not a Dak backer. Dak is valued at $8. Dan Jones, top 10 quarterback, valued at $1. 
I don't understand the valuations sometimes on how their players are being valued, but I yeah. don't agree with $8. I'm not spending $8 on Dak Prescott. No, especially because I think their receiving game is actually going to take a step back. Mm-hmm. They uh, they lost Dalton Schultz. They lost some of their receivers. I think it's going to take a step back. Yeah, so at running back, they have Tony Pollard, who finished out last year with 229.3 points, four top five finishes. He's a top 10 running back. Ranked seventh last year, and if the receiving game is going to hurt for the Cowboys, I think that that increases his value. Rod and I just did the NFL Gambling Podcast, and we did running back power rankings. Mm -hmm. Tony Pollard did make mine. This guy ran for over 1,000 yards last year, and Zeke Elliott was there and ran for 817, I believe it was. It was over 800. Zeke's not there anymore. No. Pollard's going to get more touches. So one thing I think in fantasy this year, when you're looking at running backs, you need to look at who is an RB1 with no shared time. Yeah. There's not a lot of them. No. And those should be guys that, regardless of where they finished last year, you should be targeting because we are seeing so many teams go to a two-back system where they're sharing time. Agreed. Yeah. 33 bucks Pollard, for Pollard, I'm going for. He's somebody I feel like should be targeted, especially when you take into consideration what's happening with these receivers. CeeDee Lamb, last year finished out the season with 248.1 points, two top five finishes, top 10 wide receiver. They do have CeeDee. Yeah. Ranked six, and he is valued at $38. They have Brandon Cooks who they got from the Texans this offseason and missed four games last year. So he finished out the season with 117.1 points, one top five finish, ranked 49th, and is valued at a dollar. They also have Michael Gallup, Jalen Tolbert. Um, Simi Fajoko? Yes. And former USFL MVP, Kevontae Turpin. Turpin, yes. What do you think about CD? I never draft CD Lamb. Mm-hmm. Why? And obviously, right, obviously he's good. I just, maybe I'm brainwashed by the organization. I don't know. I just never go for CeeDee Lamb. Brainwashed always, by what organization? SGPN. Okay. The anti-drafting <laughs> like, Cowboys. Yes, yeah, no. just the... Just the, the Cowboy hate yes. in general. Um, the atmosphere around SGPN yeah, right. when it comes to the Cowboys. Okay. Obviously, CeeDee Lamb has put up some big numbers. He is putting um, up big numbers. Yeah, he finished sixth. It was interesting <laughs> when you look at his game log from game to game. Let me pull it up here real quick because if I remember correctly, he almost relied more on outliers than like outlier big games than consistency. Um, let me get it up. All right, so here's C.D. Lamb throughout the 2022 season. First game, 2.9 points. Then 8 point. Oh, let me flip to half PPR, not standard. Yeah, Sorry. let's let's get 3. it. 3.9 right. points, 11. 6, 11.6, 18.7, 18.7, 7.8, 10.2, 8.6, 16.3, and then 32.5, mm-hmm. 7, 14.7, 17.9, 5.8, 16.2, 29, 
15.5, That's too many single-digit games That's for a top what, 10 wide receiver. I agree. I think his number is boosted by outliers. Outlier, like that 32-point game. I'm not spending $33 on 38. my... I'm not... What? Oh, 38. yeah. 38. Sorry. I'm not spending $38. I'm not targeting my top 10 wide receiver and spending that $38 on my top 10 wide receiver. Right. And having him throw six single-digit games at me. Right. I 100% agree. I'm avoiding CeeDee Lamb because of that. Dak Prescott is not consistent. And that, and so CeeDee Lamb's numbers go with that. And I'm definitely not drafting Brandon Cooks, who <laughs> is an older player. Jerry Jones likes to make these He's trades. He's no longer 26. He is <laughs> not in his prime. Right. Jerry Jones likes to make these trades for these older wide receivers, hoping they'll bring in some flash. Brandon Cooks has been a big play guy in the past. I think you'll probably get one, two, maybe even three big games. But every other game, it's going to be very hit and miss. So mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not even touching that. I'm not going after it. I'm not going after any of these receivers, actually. Um, Michael Gallup might have a little upside for a dollar, but I, I'm not doing it. I, I'm going with Tony Pollard on these, this Cowboys team, and that I'm is I'm going it. hard on Tony Pollard. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on to tight ends. Jake Ferguson is currently listed as their starter. Yeah. He played behind Dalton Schultz last year. He also missed six games due to injury. His top finish was 12 points. Finish out the season with (laughs) 38.9 points, zero top five finish, ranked 47th. Take, Take this in for a minute. 11 games. Top finish was 12. So that means in the other 10 games, he scored only 26.9 points. So he averaged 2.6 points a game. Yeah. Now I know he was the backup. I get it. But. Yeah. They also, he's not who I would, if I'm going to take a tight end, it's not going to be him. What about Luke Schoonmaker? Yeah. On the current depth chart, he's listed as tight end three. Ooh. Really? Yeah. But I like his upside. I mm-hmm. think he plays his way. Dynasty. Or, I yeah. think. He I think the Cowboys have to get their shit together. They have to. And Shoemaker. I almost drafted him in our rookie league. Yeah. Um. You traded the pick instead, right? I did. I remember that. And then Shoemaker was taken with that pick. I know. <laughs> but it's fine. I don't regret. You were set at tight trade. end. I. I to know. Be fair. To to be fair. To be fair. Yeah. For me, I'd, I'd, the inconsistency, the it's just not a reliable offense. No. Ferguson isn't inspiring me at all. Shoemaker will win that job, and so I would I would do like a dollar or two on him. Yeah. Especially Think about the, the future. future. Yep. If you're going to be targeting a, tight, a, da- a Dallas tight end, Think about the future and go with Shoemaker. Can you believe they let Schultz go when Jake Ferguson is their option? I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. Let's move on to the Washington Redskins. Or Commanders. Oops. The Washington football team? The Washington is such a dumb. <laughs> Commanders is such a dumb team. They're in the middle of getting sold. Maybe they'll bring back a different team name. But anyways. At quarterback, we have Sam Howell, who only started one game. He finished that game with 19.3 fantasy points. And it was good for seventh that week. Now, it was the last game of the season, so mm-hmm. some of your starters were resting. But, yeah, finished yeah. seventh. <clears throat> Rookie from North Carolina. 
And he's set to start as our QB1. He's valued at a dollar. Rookie last year you met, right? Last year he was the Yeah, rookie. sorry. Yeah. Last year being the rookie from North yeah. Carolina. Sorry. Should be more specific. <laughs> I knew what you meant. Just wanted to clarify in case anybody got confused. Yeah, they're turning the keys over to Sam Howell. Um, I don't have a lot of I, I don't know. He's got a great receiving core. I just don't know if he's the guy. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out. Yeah. Um, at running back, they have Brian Robinson, who missed five games. I mean, of course, he was shot and yeah. made a, an amazing comeback onto the field just after four weeks after that event. However, his time was split with Gibson. Yeah. So Robinson last year finished with 108.2 points, one top five finish, valued at $4, and he was ranked 41st. Antonio Gibson finished with 142.9 points, no top five finishes, <laughs> ranked 31 last year, valued at $11. Do you think that Gibson, you know, I think, he, in my opinion, Gibson finished with more points because Robinson was out. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the difference, we're looking at 34 points. Yeah, and that's but that's 10 rankings. Four games, and I don't 34 think... 34 points. I think that they would have... Robinson would have been ahead, if not very similar in the value there. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think they're going to continue to split the time? Do you think Robinson is going to be RB1 over Gibson? So if you believe ESPN's depth chart that mm-hmm. they have listed, they have Robinson ahead of Gibson. Mm-hmm. If you look at this... Which is pulled from Sleeper, they think Gibson is ahead of Robinson. Robinson. So I'm not sure. I like Robinson's I, promise better. I know. Robinson is younger. He has I, I think he would have I think he would have had more points than Gibson had he not missed five games. And now Gibson only had one fumble last year, but he does have a history of fumble issues. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think he's the guy. I think Robinson takes his backfield over. And Gibson will still be involved. They're going to share time. Yeah, it's a two-back yeah. system. I'd spend the $4 on, on Robinson. Let's look at these wide receivers. We have Terry McLaurin. Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Last year, finished out the season with 190.5 points. No top five finishes. He was ranked 14th, and he's valued at $16. They have Jahan Dotson, who missed five games, finished out the season with 113.1 points. Again, no top five finishes. He was ranked 50th and is valued at a dollar. They also have Curtis Samuel, who finished 34th among wide receivers. Dayami Brown and Dax Milne. Milne, thank you. Yeah, this all depends on your faith in Sam Howell. Mm-hmm. But Terry McLaurin continues to do well no matter who the quarterback is, it seems like. Yeah, he's he is worth reliable. the $16, I feel like. I agree. I do. Um, he's reliable. He he might go less. Points. He might go less in your leagues because people generally in our leagues are not high on Washington Commanders players. He went for $8 last year. I specifically remember that. So well, just because <laughs> our leagues aren't high on commanders. No, I know. I'm just saying your team or your league might not even push that to the 16. So just keep an eye on it. Don't fall asleep during the draft. That's what I'm saying. Are you saying that to our leagues or no to to listener leagues? Just because our okay. I'm fine I'm if like... our league falls asleep during the draft because okay. it benefits me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move on to tight ends. 
Logan Thomas, he did miss four games. Um, he finished out the season with 57.8 points, no top five finishes, ranked 35th, and is valued at a dollar. I'm not targeting him. Yeah, that's a no for me, Doug. <laughs> All right, Randy. <laughs> not to be confused with your dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> American Idol. I haven't watched that in a lifetime. Some some good singers. I see them while I'm scrolling the Insta and stuff, which don't forget, there is an old-fashioned football Instagram account coming soon when Miranda gets an opportunity. Yeah, to oh, way to put the pressure on me. <laughs> right? <laughs> I put the pressure on myself last week, and now this week you're doing it because what still has not been done, I have been... I, I, I was about to say something extremely inappropriate. But I was going to say, I've been balls deep in a work project. <laughs> Making me choke over here. <laughs> Balls deep in the work project. I know yeah. you've been very busy with work. In fact, you probably have to get to work after I this, do. don't you? Yeah, my work day is not over. <laughs> All right, let's talk about our tops. Pop quiz coming up. Just kidding, not a pop quiz, but there will be a poll question regarding these. Who's your top quarterback? Jalen Hurts. I Jaylen think that's Hurts. a no-brainer. I agree. Though, I can't. if you don't want to pay that money, go for Dan Jones. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with Dan Jones, even though they're not valuing him correctly. Top running back. Ooh, Tony Pollard. I agree. I wanted to say Saquon, but the drama, the mm-hmm. injury, everything. It's going to go dollars. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, go Tony you Pollard. You can spend, yeah, $55 for Saquon, or you can spend 33 for Tony Pollard and get a back who's going to see a lot more field time. Yeah. Top wide receiver. Do you agree with me on both my picks so far? So far. It's kind of scary. Hmm. Top wide receiver, I feel like we'll see eye to eye here too, but let me hear it. Do, 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 do. You can give me your top two if you want as well. Yeah, A.J. Brown and Terry McLaurin. All right, good. We have something different oh. here. A.J. Brown. Oh, Devontae Smith. You're going to say Devontae. You're going both. Devonta Smith. Sorry, Devonta. <laughs> he makes a deal about that. I don't care. Um, it looks like Devontae to me. Uh, Devonta Smith. I'm taking the Eagles, guys, because I don't trust Sam Howell that much, even though McLaurin has been consistent. He's been consistent. He's a yeah. consistent wide receiver. And looking at this division, I don't think you can go wrong with A.J. Brown. So your top targeted guys are A.J. Brown My top and target Terry would be A.J. Brown and then Terry McLaurin. All right. And mine are A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. I keep saying Devonta. Devonta. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Top tight end. I think we worked that out on the show here. Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. Um, yeah, because he clearly would have finished ahead of Taysom, Taysom Hill if he had not missed five games. Yeah, agreed. His points and everything, it looks good. He we, has a top five or six tight end. We agreed on far too much with those tops. I'm glad we disagreed on wide, wide receivers. receivers. I'm not taking both Eagles. Yes. Now, well, yeah, no, I don't know. I mm-mm. no, don't no. do it. You already said I, I know, it. No, I'm it's sticking with my pick. I was just gonna see if I was gonna keep just arguing with you, but I'm not gonna <laughs> do it. <laughs> now, we've been drinking our old fashions out of these wobbly glasses that uh, Josh and Haley gifted me for my birthday. I was, I was like, eh, I'm doing it. Yeah. I when I was making I these, I kept old worrying fashions. they're gonna spill some of the glasses that are they kind of <laughs> go on their side. And they wobble back and forth. They're, like They're a really top. cool. Like, you know, like yeah. spin it. Yeah. Spin it. Don't spin it. I don't have enough room here to spin it. But um, I kept worrying I was going to knock mine over because I thought I was going to see it rolling and like 
grab for it thinking it was falling. But anyways, the old fashioned was very good. But let's talk a little bit about this mm -hmm. Maker's Mark cast strength. Why don't you go ahead and do your background that you do? You try it. And I will try neat. it. Neat. Yeah, I'll try it neat. And then mm -hmm. I have some stuff to say about the the uh, collection we have, I guess, in general. Okay. That I'll get to while you try it. So go ahead. All Without right. Without further ado. Without further ado. We are drinking Maker's Mark Cask Strength. And this is bottled, a barrel proof. Um, Maker's Mark is non-chill filtered. And because it's bottled at barrel proof... It's going to depend, the proof is going to depend on the barrels. So it goes anywhere from 108 to 114 proof. And the one we're drinking is 109.4 proof. And this is batch number 2104 is what ours is from. It's interesting because on their site, makersmarkbourbon.com, makersmark, just makersmark.com, makersmark.com. <laughs> they say this is not a beginner's bourbon. And they market this as it is for the enthusiast who's after bolder flavors and higher proofs. I would agree with that. Yeah, I um, I like it personally. But after being screen filtered to remove the wood pieces and char, it just basically goes straight from the barrel into the bottle basically after removing, kind of filtering it. Um, and it's interesting because... With it being the cast strength, like it, this is the base of the original Maker's Mark. It's yeah. the foundation for the bourbons in their wood finishing series, which I want to try. I've never tried any of those. It's the foundation for Maker's Mark 46 and Maker's Mark Private Selection. Their bourbons start with this cast strength whiskey. Would so we just get to try it before they... Make it into those other amazing Maker's Mark whiskeys. Which those other two that you mentioned are mm -hmm. in the um, edi limited edition collection that we 46 have. 46 and private selection? Correct. Mm -hmm. So it's called their Whiskey Heritage uh, the Third. This is the third. I assume that means they've done two others. Limited edition collection. Um, and the, the cast strength that we're drinking is, like you said, it's the 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 basis uh, and the foundation and they call it the pure expression of our signature whiskey first crafted in 1953 by T. William Samuels. Now we've talked about whether you want to call it burn or heat, whatever you want to call it. I like referring to it as heat rather than burn because even when there is burn, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's interesting because you know, they hit differently. This hits right at the tip. You don't get it when you swallow but it's right at the tip of the tongue. What are you smelling over there? I see you smelling. I did. And before I even looked at any of the tasting notes that you're going to go over, um, mm -hmm. it reminds me of it's super strong vanilla with a hint of caramel, almost like a, a caramel macchiato hold back the coffee. I can see where <laughs> you'd get that smell in it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm no longer going over tasting notes. I'm making my own. Good. Certified professional now. Self-certified, <laughs> self but certified professional here. So I'll go ahead and talk about it since you just took your first taste. Now I won't you get a lot of spice um, or I meant I wasn't going to do it before you took your first taste is what I meant because I don't want to kind of influence what you're what you get. But you get a lot of spice and then it finishes to me with that little vanilla caramel mixture. Whew, it is. It's it's heat. Mm -hmm. Um. No, it is. It's like 
a lot of flavor at first and then it finishes sweet. It's baking spices. I was going to say baking because yeah. if I smell this again too, like the caramel macchiato sands the coffee. But um, it, when you smell this too, it is, it's like baking, like a yeah. caramely vanilla cake baking yeah. with some spices in there. Do you get any <laughs> citrus in, in it? I get just a little I don't pick up any hint. citrus, but I'm bad about that. Okay. And, um I'm just getting just a I tiny, do taste tiny the oak. Hint. I taste a lot yeah. of oak. Yeah, I get a lot of baking spice finished with some caramel vanilla, but there's just a little hint of citrus for me. Tiny, but it's there. Like at the very end? Mm-hmm. Is that just the burn going into your sinuses, Justin? <laughs> no, there's just a little bit of citrus. This was very good in the old fashioned. It stood it out. It stands very well. out. This yeah. does not lose itself in the old fashioned. The old fashioned packed a punch. Yeah. Oh, for um, sure. A much needed good. punch. I like Maker's Mark. Um, whenever I'm out somewhere and I don't like, if we're out getting a drink somewhere, they don't have a large whiskey selection. Places usually have Maker's Mark. Yeah. And that is oftentimes a go to. If I don't care for any of the other whiskeys they have, if it's a minimal selection or there's not a whiskey there that I know I'm going to like in my old fashioned. Sure. I will go to Maker's Mark. Um, I think my first old fashioned I ever had had Maker's in it. It's possible. When I first I ever tried. I shouldn't say I had. Probably yeah. tried of yours. Right. Um, I feel like you used to always get Maker's in yours. I did. I got a lot of times I got Maker's because it's something that most of the bars have. Mm-hmm. So if they don't have a list of their whiskeys and I don't want to play the, hey, do you have this? Do you have that? Do you have this? A lot of times I would just say old-fashioned with makers because I don't want the well stuff. So give it to me with makers, basically. Mm-hmm. No, but but this is good. It is um, it's a great high-proof bourbon. Agreed. So we had a contest and mm-hmm. our winner has mm-hmm. not contacted us yet. So let's give... Are we giving them more time? Yep, let's give them more time. Okay. But we still have our June contest going. Don't forget, it is a private selection, Elijah Craig, barrel proof. I am jealous that I'm not eligible. Even though I keep filling out the poll questions, I know I'm not going to be eligible. (laughs) Uh, But make sure you check out our Twitter to fill it out. Or if you, for whatever... I mean, maybe you don't have Twitter... That's okay. Go to betteredge.com slash OFF-fun. We're releasing questions every Tuesday night slash Wednesday morning mm-hmm. regarding our podcast. And then Thursday or Friday, just make sure you're checking. Yep. We're going to have a question regarding a sports game. And it's going to be a prop or some type of bet like that. We might have to do USFL or CFL this weekend because there's not Let's a lot of events going. Brian Scott. Brian Scott. Gotta love Brian. He's very excited. Five days away from the, his first game, and he wears number five in the CFL. Mm-hmm. So um, I, he reached out with me and showed me a little photo of that because they had it on his social media. But anyways, um, that was my little flex that Brian Scott's reaching out to me. Fanboy <laughs> over here. That's right. Do you have anything else to add? No, I... Just an apology. Like I said, balls deep over here in work. <laughs> <laughs> I My social media presence has been lacking, and I know that I'm slacking on it. Lacking and a slacking. Yeah. Um, but yes, I will be creating our Instagram. Our Facebook page is up and running. Yeah, we created a Facebook page. And We're just looking for more reach. Make sure we yes. get on people's radar. 
just on Facebook, search Old Fashioned Football Podcast. Uh, my goal, and I've already told you, by the end of the week, I'll have yes. my Insta up. I have Friday off. That's right. You do have Friday off. So, I'd say Friday I'm- evening, I will be available to create an Instagram account if I don't get to it before then. I'd say I'm jealous, but I have uh, some time coming up as well. You do. So, there's that little tidbit. And I would like you to announce our May winner one more time. Give them another week to respond to us. Reach out because you're missing out if you don't reach out on your free old-fashioned football t-shirt from the SGPN merch store and two handshakes of any of the whiskeys we have tried on the show through June 1st. Yeah, our winner was Benjamin Locke. So Benjamin, Ben, however you want to be called, make sure you reach out to us. I even reached out to Benjamin Lau, wondering if maybe it was an alias of his. But <laughs> told him why I was asking. I did not tell him why I was asking before he confirmed yes or no. Because if I had told him, hey, this Benjamin Locke <laughs> You'd be like, won. yes. Yeah, that's yes, me. Yes, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All right, let's talk about our Edge Boost Double Down Play of the Day. Of course, we're going to be talking futures here. This is fantasy football, but you can still take your fantasy football knowledge of how good a team is and bet whether they will win the division. Who are you taking to win this division, which has not had a repeat winner since something like 2013? Well, I'm taking them for a repeat winner this year, and I'm going with the Eagles. I like it. I like it. So your edge boost double down play of the day is Eagles to win the NFC East. I've already said this on a couple of the gambling podcasts. I'm just going to stick to my guns here. There's been no repeat winner. The Cowboys are, are falling. Yeah. The Eagles are going to take a step back because the running game is not going to be as good. We don't know what to expect out of Sam Howell. We don't know what to expect so out of Sam So you're picking Howell. the Giants. So I haven't give me listened to your other gambling Dan fucking Jones. <laughs> I didn't hear and you And the Giants. That. You're welcome, so. Kramer. <laughs> All right. Just remember that with my performance review. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking the Giants. That's my edge boost double down play of the day. Sprinkle a little bit on them. Um, Thanks for watching, or I guess not watching. Thanks for listening. However, remember, we are throwing these up on YouTube. So if you don't want to listen to it on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, you can look at our little logo and the uh, little thing dance. Every now and then I throw in photos. It depends on how much time I got. But yeah, check us out on YouTube. Anything else to add? Don't forget to fill out the poll. Yeah, fill out the poll. Make sure you get yourself signed Check up. Check back to win. in Thursday, Friday this week to find to get that second question. Our giveaway is based on points for correct answers. Yeah. Yep. So we'll have a question, like I said, tonight or tomorrow morning. Just check tomorrow morning. Our pod questions are not going to expire until the end of the month because I know not everybody can listen right away on mm-hmm. Tuesday or Wednesday. It might take them to the weekend. So those won't expire. The Thursday or Friday questions will. Obviously, as soon since as the game they're starts. tied to a game. Right. Yep. So um how's your old-fashioned over there it's gone going once going twice sold old-fashioned football